Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to begin another day of our life, which in itself is a blessing to be alive. Says, how could a person complain? Chai, he's alive. So whatever's going on, Baruch Hashem, we have the gift of life. And as we know, we speak about it all the time, that life is, is life for a Jew, life for a person. As the Kuzari says, there's, there's domain, there's Tzomeach, there's Chai, there are inanimate objects. There are plants, there's, uh, there are animals, and then there's medaber, people who speak, which is really what life is. A, a man speaks, a person speaks, and then above that he says there's Yisrael. Yisrael's medaber is that our purpose in life is to thank Hashem, is to thank other people, is to, as the Ramban in the end of Parshas Bo says, famous Ramban at the end of Parshas Bo says, that's the purpose of shuls and and bateknesius, batemidrashis, to say amenia hishmei rabbah, and to thank Hashem, and to talk about Hashem, and that all exists with our mouth. And our mouth can give life, and our mouth can, can kill. Our mouth can say good morning, our mouth could say beautiful things, our mouth could say you look great, our mouth could say amazing things, and chas v'shalom, our mouth can destroy, like we said yesterday. We said yesterday, and that all comes from our thoughts. Our thoughts are what first uh, begin the process of speaking, because when you see something negative, or you have something negative inside of yourself, so that's what we said, mitzora, which is a mitzora, is the punishment of someone who speaks Lashon Hara, is motzira. All you're doing is bringing out the bad that you have inside of yourself. So the goal is for us to work on ourselves and to fix ourselves and to find the good within ourselves and to make ourselves better. Shifru ma'asechem, to make ourselves better. And through that, our speech, which means who we are, by he our existence as people will be much better and stronger and more pure, more pure because it'll be a representation of who you are, right? You ever meet somebody and you're like, oh wow, that guy like, looks like such a, a nice, cool, with a guy, right? Uh, you see somebody who is so beautiful, you see someone who's so handsome, you see someone who's like this, and then they open their mouth and, you, and you're like, wow, they are so, thank you so much. Wow, they are so ugly, right? They're so ugly inside. And vice versa, sometimes you see somebody and say, oh, who, what is this guy? Who is this person, blah, blah, blah. And then you hear what they have to say, you're like, wow, what a beautiful person. Because uh, our, who we are is represented by, by how we talk and how we, what we say. What we say and how we perceive things, that's more personal. I mean, my life is something that when I look around and a person has thanks, like we've been talking about gratitude and being thankful and positivity, you live a different life. So that's why we start off with purity of speech, which hopefully helps each and every one of us um, change and grow and be more careful with what comes out of our mouth. Okay, question, comments, and then let's go to the halacha. Okay, we good? Okay, says the halacha, purity of speech, day 27, page 75. You express it without meaning to degrade. So even if you're saying something that you don't 
mean to degrade. For example, you cannot engage in a conversation through which a negative action or trait can be deduced about someone. Meaning, even though the negative information that was deduced was not the point of my conversation. For example, my heart goes out to Yisrael. You say, my heart goes out to that person, Yisrael. He has so many expenses. Unfortunately, he has his wealthy father-in-law, right, doesn't plan on helping him. So my goal was not to degrade the wealthy father-in-law. I was just feeling bad for Yisrael, who was going through bad financial times. But then I happened to stick in this thing about his father-in-law. That's Lashon Hara. That's Lashon Hara. Your intention is to express your sympathy, says purity of speech for Yisrael. However, since a negative fact is implied about his father-in-law, you are not allowed to discuss it. Unbelievable. Sometimes you don't even mean to talk negatively about someone. That's why it's so, so important, right? Like the Gras says, we have two ears and one mouth. The reason you have two ears and one mouth is to talk less. You have to be so careful. Once you open this, this thing over here, and you open your lips and your, your teeth and your mouth, you got to be so careful what comes out. Sometimes you don't even mean to. You're trying to bring out a different point altogether, but the result is a negative point, then you're not going to say that. Okay, um, next example. You're not allowed to discuss someone's actions if it will put him in a negative light. What? Day 27, page 76. Oh, so you say, for example, even if he was obligated to do what it was. For example, everyone's chipping in for a present of your friend. And you're like, you tell someone, I'm not really sure, I don't understand why he didn't want to chip in for the present. Right? So that puts him in a negative light, and therefore you're not allowed to say it. Okay, question, comments, pretty straightforward today. Question, comments on purity of speech, on Hilsa Slash and Hara. And let's move on to Ms. Hilsa Sharm. Yes, oh, Shh. holy Jew. I don't know if anyone knows. You gotta get to know Bensi over here, Rav Bensi. Rav Bensi. Tzadik, a tzadik in our time. Go for it. If you've had a question that you've, or you've been wondering for a while, you think I'm going to know the answer, Benzie? <laughs> Come on. Right, Yaakov? Right? Come on. Yeah. He's trying to make me feel good. Yeah, go. Like, I sometimes say that, like, um, like look at this guy. Like, he's, he's so impressive how he manages like, to stay and learn, even though his skills and more are not described. So you have to be careful. You have to be careful with that, because it depends who you're talking to, because you might embarrass him by saying that his skills are... But if, I know that I wouldn't be embarrassed if I said it. I'm not sure. I'd be careful. You could, you could drop the last sentence. Right. Right? You don't have to say, he knows. He knows. You could say, even though it's, uh, you know, uh, trying to think. You could say, now again, you're right. If, if you're talking, let's say, to, a, to your shir, to a small group of chavra, and you all know, and it's like the, you know, it's something that they're close, and it's like, yes, I know it's hard for me to learn Gemara, it's hard for me to this, and you say, even though it's hard for him to do it, and and, and I'm so impressed that he pushes himself. Once you say he doesn't have good skills, he does, he's not so smart, he's not so this, you have to be very, very careful. You might embarrass him, and even if the guy says, yeah, yeah, sure, it's fine, you still have to be, oh wow, Yaakov. Good morning, Yaakov, again. Beautiful. Oh, it's close for me too. Thank you. It's great to have you here. 
Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Now, what 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 Rebenti is saying is is important. It's true because sometimes we mean it as a as a compliment that we we feel very close to people. We feel very close, and it's like, yeah, we're excited to say it about him. It's inspiring for us. But 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 he might be hurt. The fact that he right does that does that make sense? Yeah, good point. Anyone else question? Okay. Mm. Yeah, go. So, so if you're talking to someone to grow and you're helping each other grow, of course. Yes. If you're eating, he wants you to. He's even if it's heavy. Yeah. So you want to you want to drop the bomb a little bit lighter. You got to be sensitive. You want to be sensitive. I'm sorry. I'm like this. So, you know. How light can you drop the bomb? You could you could drop you could always drop it. It's better to drop it light than to drop it heavy. You have to be careful. And if it's a real close friend, you could really be open. If he really you know, once that's already different. That's already gets into. We'll talk about it, Mr. Sharm, in a few months. That already gets into a different category called loisainu ish es achiv, which means verbal abuse. That's a very terrible thing. Mr. Sharm puts that before lashon hara. When social with social people, and Amir Tzachem, you'll see when you get married and you have children, that's included in that also. And how you talk to your wife, how you talk to your children, uh, verbal verbal abuse. That's Meaning you're 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 abusing someone uh, with with your with your mouth with your mouth, which which ultimately, of course, no abuse is uh, is easy. Uh, physical abuse is terrible, but I think uh, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, is much more damaging because it's uh, it's uh, it's deep. It goes into the the essence of a person. Obviously, you know, physical abuse is also terrible. Any abuse is terrible. But when you tell someone their whole life, oh, he's the smart one, he's the good-looking one. Uh, he's, the, he's a little bit more wild. Uh, she's a little bit more, uh, she's too shy, as we'll see. She's too quiet, whatever it is. You label children very young. You, you, uh, you sort of put like a stamp on them, uh, possibly for life. It's very, very dangerous. That's why it's so important to be careful with your speech before you have children and before you're married, because when things slip out, and, and as Chatasi Ani Yoim, I could just mention for myself, there's things that I wish, you know, uh, when you're growing, when you're growing as a parent and your children, and you have kids running around and it's busy and you're tired and you're trying to do the best you can, you know, sometimes you end up saying things that you wish you didn't say, and it's very hard to take that back. Very hard to take back labeling 
that you do for children because children look at their parents as God. And whatever they say is not an opinion. Whatever they say is a fact. When you're seven years old, when you're a little kid and your father says something, your mother says something, your Rebbe says something about you, it's not an opinion. They're saying literally the essence of who you are. And it's very, very dangerous. And, uh, you know, if a person, that, that's verbal abuse. That's not Lush and Hara. That's different. It's also more powerful. It's more powerful than physical abuse. Sometimes it can be done in a distance. It's a different country. Right, right, right. Correct. Yeah. Speech is very. Yes, Ben. Good morning, good morning, man. Good morning. Uh, but Thank you. Very good. Is also is also terrible. Correct. Very good. They say like you see your kid drawing, see your kid drawing, and you say, oh, he's an artist. He, he's not an artist. Re- relax. He's not an artist. Oh, you draw well. It's nice that you're drawing so beautifully. I like the way you made that line. I like the way, you know, again, unfortunately, we live in a world where, where uh, you know, I told you, I told you guys this story with, in camp. It was like my heart sunk when I watched the father tell the kid as he's running to camp, giving him a hug, running to his bunk. You know, son, be the best in the bunk. I'm like, why would you say that? Why would you, you know, I didn't say that anything. I'm like, great, beautiful. I'm like, poor kid. Be the best in the bunk. Why you got to be the best in the bunk? Have a great time. Be the best that you can be. Try as hard as you can. I love you. I don't know. Be the best in the bunk, you know, so, okay. What, what, what? You know, and again, it all comes now. We'll talk about parenting. This could be a whole different uh, sheer uh, but it but it comes down to this. It's all it's all you. It's all you. It's not your kids, and it's not your wife. It's all you. Obviously, you with your wife, you're going to partner, and you got to work on that relationship. As as I've said to you many times, the best thing you can do for your children is love your spouse and have an amazing relationship with your spouse. It's the best and the best thing you could do for your children is to have an amazing relationship with your spouse. And the way to have an amazing relationship with your spouse is, guess what? Is by having an amazing relationship. I know this is going to sound too cliche, but it's true. Is by having an amazing relationship with yourself. Yes, and it helps to have a wife to help you have an amazing relationship with yourself. And it helps to have relationships, healthy relationships, to have an amazing relationship with yourself. And I'm going to push it to the next step because it will be a segue to our Mitzvah Yisharim. And as the Ramchal says, right? Yehuda Mattel, you know what I'm going to say right now. And as the Ramchal says straight out in Perak Yud Ches, and you want to have a great relationship with Hashem, it's the same exact thing. I did not make this up. The holy Ramchal says it. I'm just sharing what he says. He says, Kigam Hu, God is also a relationship person. So your relationships go all round and round. If you have bad relationships with this one and with this one, and you have negative things with this one, you usually could find that in every department of your relationships. 
we'll, we'll give over the mic to, to a uh, relationship expert over here, Rabbi Simcha Rabba. Go. I don't mean to be controversial, but this uh, positive labeling thing, like, yeah. and I'm saying, you start up this little trial, not for us of your alumni. Right. Like, you look at, like, there, it's fine, my, what am I doing here? Who am right. I? Right. Like, you don't have to call it positive labeling, you know, labels a negative term, but, like, if you don't give yourself that, I don't know what you want to call it, I'm afraid to use the word label, if you don't give yourself that standard, right. Then I don't know. What do you mean you're limiting yourself? You're limiting yourself by not giving yourself a standard. Right. right, right, right. No, when I'm talking about standard, we're just talking about labeling someone. Labeling someone. Oh, we're not talking about labeling. No, we're not talking about your. So labeling yourself as a positive labeling on yourself would be. Well, labeling. You don't want to label right. yourself. What do you mean? What? He was saying uh, you're you're a uh, you know I am you know but smart. You know I am smart. I am you know I I uh, I am. I mean, that you could maybe say in positive, right? So positive, the, right? You're saying positive, you positive right? Like, maybe negative. Okay, like, I, I, want, I want to lift right. right. Okay, so also, let's, let's... Also, in Chinuch, like, right. the standard that you put on your kids, like, I just heard a whole, like, a breeze that was talking about how, like, all your problems are because you're, 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 you're looking at your kid like you're not the next couple of months. Right. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, again, I... I I think it's uh, like a set. Like, no, no, good. I, yes, it's a subtle point. I, I, again, I don't want to get into it right now. I think just the point is, is that it's standards. You want to, You definitely. Uh, let, let, let's just say it's a reflection of me. It's a reflection of yourself. A reflection of yourself um, becomes the reflection to your children. That, that's all. That, that's the point. The point is I don't want to get into the nuances of correct the communication. The point is is that is that you we give over to our children and we give over to every relationship we have a piece of us. You can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have and you give what you have. So if I have negativity, I'm gonna give over negativity in my relationships. I'm gonna give over everything in my relationship. If I have positivity and love and all these wonderful things, I'm gonna give that energy and that smell around me. The goal is to work on yourself, to, to understand yourself as, as I think Rabbi Yisrael Salanta says, don't worry about understanding God and believing in yourself. Don't worry about understanding God and believing in yourself, which a lot of people spend time. I want to understand why God this and God that, and I got to believe in myself. Work on believing in God and understanding yourself. Man That's your goal. What? Man plans and God laughs. Correct. That's also true. Beautiful, Maisha. Shkoyach. It's true. Beautiful. Correct. But the point, the point is, is that, is that a person wants to, and this is what the beauty of what we do here every morning, is the beauty of what we try to do while we're in yeshiva. The reason each and every one of you is here in yeshiva. The reason of, what? Is it not to work on believing in yourself? Understanding yourself. Well, again, you can also believe in yourself, but the point is it's more of like a, a line that he's saying that people are trying to, to understand God. Right, that, trying to understand why he this and why this and blah 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 and why that blah blah, blah. and oh, I gotta believe in myself. Understand yourself. Know yourself. Know yourself. If you know yourself well, you will believe in yourself. Correct. You did your. Reb Tzaddik says that. Reb Tzaddik says that. And you know what? I'm happy. I'm gonna say this publicly because it's something that I figured out the other day, uh, Baruch Hashem, and I'm and I want to communicate this. And you did your. Thank you for for. Uh, bringing this out in my point in understanding and believing. Reb Tzaddik says just like you have to believe in God, you have to believe in yourself. 
Um, I, it hit me the other day, right, that, that sometimes when I compliment someone, and I say, you know what, you're very smart, you're very nice, you're very this, you're doing great, right? So sometimes someone might be like, well, what's the compliment? Why, why are you complimenting? You're just, stop telling me, complimenting you? So, so I, I wanted to, I want to express it now publicly, right? I want, what? Man, we had this conversation yesterday. Okay, so I want to explain it to you publicly. When, when you know someone and you see someone, and this is what happens to me in yeshiva all the time because I'm blessed to sit all day, and I'm blessed to be all day, to watch greatness in, in my eyes. I see people doing great things. And when I say, that, that's amazing what you're doing, right? But if I'm going to compliment Yoni Kohn, and say that Yoni Cohen came over to me. And I, and, I re- and I referenced Yoni many times. Right? But I'm going to say it straight out. He came over to me two years ago. I don't, I don't remember what it was. Came over to me and says, I want my day to be a day where I'm busy and I'm working hard and I'm this. He, know, he knows himself. He knew himself. So he says, I'm going to go work part of the day. I want to learn. And he's here every morning <coughs> pounding focused, doing his grad, I don't know what he does, he's got his notebook, he's got his focus, in the morning, Torah, uh, doing that. When you know yourself, that gives you power. So when I compliment someone, when I give out the compliment, it's not just uh, to make you feel good. It's to say, I know, I see in you, I see in you so clearly the power that you have that you could become great, that you are great. You have greatness within you. So the more a person knows himself, and the more a person gets to understand himself, then he realizes, wow, wow, I have so much I can do. I have so much that I have done. Look where I've come from. Some, some, people, have trouble, some people have trouble realizing how far they've come. And they look at it and they say, oh my goodness, holy cow. Holy cow, look how far I've come. Look where I've come from. They have trouble realizing how great they are till this point. And then people get nervous. Oh, but then I'm going to be, then I'm going to be, that's the, like the classic question. Oh, but if I'm going to be so happy with everything I've done, then I'm going to be satisfied and I'm not going to do more. Lie. That's a lie. It's the exact opposite. It's a, that's a lie. I'm saying it straight up. I'm being black and white. It's a lie. If you think you're satisfied with where you've come to till now, and that satisfaction, and that good feeling is going to stop you, it's not true. It's the exact opposite. That feeling will motivate you. If I know till now I've been, whoa, right? If you got like a letter, I mean letters, I don't know if letters exist anymore. There used to be something called a letter, where you get like a letter, an envelope, you open it up. I'm sure you, you could Google it. Okay, so right, a letter. Imagine getting a letter where you open up a letter from God, and God writes you a letter. Dear, dear so-and-so, I want you to know that you are clean from all of your averas. You're clean from all your averas because, because I know that you're working on yourself. And I know that you deep down have regret. And you want to be a great guy. And you actually came to Shear. And anyone who learns Torah, you're there as a Shechina. Hashem knows all the Chazals that he made up. And he, and he brings to you all the rise that you're clean. Not only you're clean, and he says, I'm so sorry that I put you through whatever I put you through as a child. And I'm so sorry. I know you don't understand your struggles. I know you don't understand. But I promise you, I promise you, 
Any lemon that I gave you, I only gave it to you because I want you to make great things from it. And the only way I could get you to become great is to give you the struggles that I give you. And I just want you to know that you are holding up the world. I don't know. He can write a whole crazy letter. And I promise you, I promise you that that's the truth. You're not going to feel like, oh, oh yeah, I'm so great. Let me go back to bed. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today is going to be that day. Why? Because I, I know who I am and I have meaning to my life. And, 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 and I'm powerful beyond I'm powerful, I can make any change I could do. I can make any change that I want to do. I can make any change that I want to make. There's no greater powerful feeling than someone saying and someone knowing that I could change anything about you. Just like there's no worse feeling for a person to think, I can't change it, I'm stuck. When a person realized you could change anything about you. Okay. I, I can't change it by, by uh, we think we can change it by popping a pill. Right? Okay, your headache, maybe you could change by popping a pill. I'm saying I can't change deep things by easily. It might take me a year. It might take me two years. It might take me five years. But I'm going to get to it. When a person lives in that world, you are living on another planet. Another, another plan. I want to be very clear to, the, to both sides of us. I'm inspired by someone for saying this. The person will know who I'm referring to because we spoke the other day about this. Being successful and being happy is not always just about moving forward. Sometimes a person says, oh, when I'm, when I'm doing great and I'm doing amazing and I'm, and I'm waking up early, and I'm going to sleep late, and my days are full. Yes, that is a very strong part of, of, of being successful. Being successful, and we talk about this in yeshiva all the time, is also understanding yourself, learning how to love yourself, learning how to be patient with yourself, learning how to do things for yourself that you need. It all comes under the category of understanding yourself. So it's not always, growth is not always something that you can, right, especially when you're with yourself. Growth is not always something that you could see clearly. Yes, you finish a book, and you could say, wow, look at that. You get up uh, for a week straight, two weeks straight, a month straight, whatever it is, you get up and you learn, okay, those are things you could see in your eyes with yourself. But there are deeper things that go on inside of a person that a person is truly understanding about himself, that growth sometimes is hard to, to, to realize. But, but, but that growth is as equally as important, if not it's more important than the external growth that a person sometimes does. Okay, well, I don't know. Oh, Moshe. Um, Good to see him. He's got his computer there. He's not, uh, he's, he's writing things down, this guy. Yeah. Correct. I'm just saying it doesn't feel like that sometimes. Sometimes when you're sometimes when you're struggling with something and you're learning to be to understand yourself. Empathy. Guys, learn empathy now. Don't wait till you're married. 
Learn what empathy, learn what that, first of all, learn how to spell it, E-M-P-A-T-H-Y. That's empathy. More importantly, Moshe, thank you for bringing it out. More importantly, what's the name of the book? The Art of Empathy. Get the book, I mean, I didn't read it yet. I could, I could, I could, uh, okay. I don't, I don't like to say, right, I don't like to refer books that I never read. I happen not to have read it. I, I'd like to read it. Leon Haram, gifted um, that it's a, a big strength of mine, it happens to be empathy. But I'm saying, I'm telling everyone here it's a gift from Hashem. I'm not saying that it's a mom, it's a gift from Hashem. But I'm telling you, work on empathy, not sympathy, empathy. Because to get married, to be married, and to have a good relationship with your wife, to have a good relationship with your children, to have a good relationship with anyone, to have a good relationship with yourself, you need empathy. Empathy is so, so emotional. That, that, so no one knows if, if empathy is growth. Growth is like, okay, you know, especially as a man, what am I doing? I'm accomplishing, I'm making money, I'm, I'm getting clearer, which is also amazing growth. But empathy is very, very, not very, very, is, 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 is the other side of it. The other side to understand myself. That growth, when you sit with a therapist, when you sit with someone and you're trying to work on yourself, trying to understand yourself, it doesn't feel like you're moving forward. Either of It could feel like you're moving backwards. But it could be, right? When you're sitting, God willing, we can, we'll talk, I guess today was a talk about relationships here. When you're sitting with your wife, right? When you're sitting with your wife and you're listening, and, and you're having a conversation, you're not moving forward. I gotta go somewhere, I gotta go to work. I gotta go, I, we gotta go, I gotta, we gotta get to the wedding, I don't know, whatever it might be. I gotta go somewhere, I gotta get somewhere. And you're sitting, listening with your heart. That's what empathy is. Not listening with your ears, right? The old line of, of people aren't listening, they're just waiting for their turn to speak. Empathy is that you're not waiting for your turn to speak. Empathy is, whoa, let, let me get, let me get, let me be there. Wow, let me be where where she is. Let me be where he is. Let me like really get that. All right, we switch to empathy over here. No, but 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 the point that I'm making. Did you finish, Moshe? Yeah. But the point that I'm making is that is could be. It could be. I, I'm not saying it. I got to think about it. It could be that that growth, it's like, it's like the growth we talk about, the two daf. Yes, you can learn a hundred daf gemara. The dafyomi is up to three, we said yesterday, 300 and something. That's, of course, of course. But the other daf of yourself, that nobody makes a seam on. That people don't make a seam on. That people don't recognize. Over here we do, right? Yeah, correct. That's why you saw a lot of men. Correct. It's harder to change a meter. Correct. Correct. Can I say Please. So if you're stuck in, a, in, a, in your car, stuck in a ditch, you gotta go back and forth, back and forth until you can get out of it. Right. Very, very good. And then when you get out, you're like still like revving, you're still wondering, but you're like, you're out. Yeah. You're out. Sometimes you could, you know? Um, okay, yeah, please. Yeah. I think that um, it's really important, the empathy thing, yes. is that when, you, um, when your roommate talks to you about a problem, you're like, it's so much easier to be empathetic. And when it comes to yourself, you like, just like, what? Empathic, yeah, go, go. Empathic, you just like, berate yourself. 
And I think it's a really important to not make that distinction, to realize that the reason why you're empathic to your roommate is because that's what's going to help him grow. And therefore, you have to be empathic to yourself also. So don't be saying like, oh, when my roommate messes up, I'm like, yo, bro, it's fine, you know, like, come on, just get back on those. But when I mess up, I start like, berating myself, call myself correct, an idiot. Correct, correct, the way to grow is. Yetzirah, beautiful. Remember, the Yetzirah is the opposite of empathy. The Yetzirah doesn't want to hear anything when you're, when you're, it's like I had this, uh, can I say this? Uh, no, 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 it's just, I'll, I'll, uh, it's with one of my kids. I'm trying to think if I could say it. Yeah, probably. We'll see. I'm sure it's okay. One of my younger kids, teenager, I, I'm not going to say when it was, but it was uh, at a time I remember, whatever, he woke up late and I like said something to him. And he said, and he said to me, I was like, oh, thank you. Like, first of all, I was apologetic. But he's like, Tati, like, it bothers me already that, that I woke up late. You don't have to, you don't have to, like, I, I'm already upset that I woke up late. Like, you don't have to say anything. You know, like, you don't have to remind, whatever it was. It was about something. And he said that, and I was like, I was like, yes, sir. Like, yeah, you got me. He's right. So, so what's the shot? The shot is that, is that we have enough, when you fall, when you fall and you're not doing well, there's enough of the impact to make you to be hurt. Right? You know, that I'm hurt. You don't have to hurt yourself. You don't have to remind yourself and beat yourself up. Like I always say, it's never the problem that's the problem. Never. It's never the fact that you have a problem that is the problem. That's never the problem. The problem always is, okay, we're going to get a little bit, you got a whole cup over here. Right? It's never the problem that's the problem. It's always the fact that I have this problem that's the problem. It's not the actual problem. It's like, why do I have this stupid problem? And then you bug out, if that's the word. Right? We don't like that word. You get upset. You beat yourself down because I have the problem. The problem is not even the problem. It's the fact that you're not, like Rupsi Parabola was saying, you're not saying it. It's very hard. This is very hard. That's why it's good to have relationships with people who are empathic. That's, good to, that's why it's good sometimes to speak to a therapist, to speak to someone to say, oh, wow, that must be so difficult. Oh, I don't want to hear it's difficult. Get on. Get on with it. Don't say that. Don't try that at home. Don't try that at home. Now, that doesn't mean, that's one aspect. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't discipline yourself. And it doesn't mean that sometimes you can't tell yourself, okay, all right, enough whining, and enough, you tell yourself, you don't say it to anybody else, enough whining. But as long as you have to say, okay, it's time to move on a little bit. Okay, wow, we're in a whole different world over here now, yes. We're in a Chavetz Chaim, I don't know how we got to that, but see, what, what it brings. Yes, Ben, yeah, yeah. Last thing, Rabbi Yekshir, he used to say to Rosh Hashanah, the problem is not the Avera, the problem is how Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, Benson. I think what Barry is saying is that the Mormon is that you push away to the left and you go on the left to the right. Right. You need a certain amount of. Correct. Right. So, so, so just to say, I, I think many of us, I think many of us, the challenge that many have had is there's been a lot of push away. There's been a lot of push away, strong push away. And, and, and I think when, we're, when, we, when we have the empathy, I believe, I believe, again, I don't like making blanket statements, but I think that 
when when people, especially with us in our yeshiva, and guys who've been through, you know, um, hurt and 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 uh, rejection and and failures, I, I think that I think that the second within themselves that they accept whatever happened, uh, easier said than done, but they accept it and they say this is what Hashem. And this is what Hashem gave me. Now let's get to work. That's usually what happens. That's usually what happens. When you accept, this is my peckle. This is what I gotta this is what I gotta deal with. If you're still struggling with this is what I gotta deal with, then you don't even have time to deal with it. Because you haven't accepted that this is what I gotta deal with. As opposed to I am right, I am a lazy bum. I am a guy who is, I don't mean bum as in bum, but I'm saying I'm a very, very lazy guy. I accept that. I have tremendous tithes. I accept that. I don't know why. That's what Hashem means. I am very, I'm very to myself. I have trouble opening up to people. That's who I am. Now what do I do with that? I'm somebody who has trouble being consistent. Okay, what do I do with that? But, but at least you've, you've, you, you identified who you are. That's, that's, that's the key. Okay, yeah, Rabbi Erbelach and then Ben. Uh, talking about the, where she's talking about understanding yourself. So, yeah. Um, where she always says, uh, you know, when, when you berate another person or insult another person, you rank on another person, it, it shows what you, who you are. Yourself. Because right. the same way that where she was talking about complimenting another person, that means you're, you must feel those same feelings about yourself also when you give somebody an amazing compliment. Okay, so you're asking me personally? You're asking me personally? If you're asking me personally, I believe more in someone else, but that's a different, that's a different conversation. I, I, uh, see more in, I see more in everyone here than I see in myself, but that's a personal thing, right? I've, I'm, already the, I'm, I'm already the guy wearing the t-shirt that says regrets. Obviously, I'm very happy and very thankful but uh, you guys are young, and uh, I'm jealous. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not jealous. I'm happy for all of you. I'm happy for everyone here. Yeah, well, I don't know if I could do anything about it, but I'm happy because I'm, 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 uh, I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm, that, uh, that I'm in a, I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm happy for all of you that you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, and you're in a yeshiva, and you're in a place where where sky's the limit. Sky is the limit of what you can do and what is, uh, what is encouraged over here to do. So I'm, okay, that's just more a personal thing. And I wanna say, I just wanna say something, you know, and, and this is, I, I apologize in advance to, um, um, you know, to the person who I'm going to say this because he might be a little bit embarrassed, but this is part of being an inspiration. You know, if you, if you see someone like, like uh, if you get to know, you can get to know him, it's worth it to get to know him because uh, he gives great massages um, and he's uh, a neighbor of mine from the, from the beginning of my career here in Moshav Matisio and he's a tzaddik, I, I believe he's a tzaddik. I can't say a tzaddik nister because uh, I think it's pretty clear that he's a tzaddik and I mean that, I mean that for real and at his age, and he's not 18, 19, 20, that he's in yeshiva, growing. Rafi Shach, Reb, Reb Rafi Shach. And, 
you know what the inspiration is? Because talk to him, I'm sure he would say, I'm sure he would say that, you know, if only, and, and again, I'm saying this in a, I think in a positive way, like, you know, I'm not 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not that age. And, and, and growth, you know, growth at, at your age is you have, like I said before, uh, the happiest moment it, moments are when you realize you could change anything about yourself. So when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and you realize I could change anything about myself, so there's nothing, you, there's nothing for you to ever be upset about. Why would you ever be upset? You could change it. You could change it. You could change it. Thank you, Rabbi Erblich. I'll have to... Uh, I'll have to Okay, yeah, Dovi, yeah. Um, so we have the empathy, and then we have the actions. And we're talking about relationships here, so I'm going to apply it to both the sectors. So this comes down to a sharing that comes by white. How do I, and where does the drive come from? Where does it, like, it's like a whole new set, section of apps. The one is one Correct. thing in itself, and then Correct. another in itself. Correct. One gets you a whole life, and one gets you another whole life. But you can have actions, and I tell them that empathy, and it's just stop actions. If I'm doing actions all the time with the Shem, I'm just doing the wrong actions. If I had empathy now, I'm getting, I'm adding actions with Correct. the quickest progress. Correct. Correct. Where, first, How do you yeah. do that? Not that. With Shem, okay, it's fun. You want to see you got a little more guy. And the wife, I'm saying you want to do five more things. I get that right. out. Right. Saying, Correct. In reality, though, the, the whole essence of, 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 the, of the action with with adding that whole yeah. other side to it is that there is a disconnect. Correct. So, what, what, Correct. Where is that so if I'm understanding you right, understand. go, I'll tell you, if I'm understanding you right, you've heard this from me, I'm going to say the rugged chubber. The rugged chubber says when you daven, you're talking to Hashem. When you learn Torah, Hashem is talking to you. So now, if I learn Torah with empathy, what does it say? Pesach mochi besorosecha? That's not what it says. It doesn't say open up my mind to Torah. It says open up my heart to Torah. Why? Why should I open up my heart to Torah? Because heart is empathy. Heart is understanding. Right? Bina is in my heart. If you open up a Chumash, Dovi, if you open up a Gemara, if you open up a Halacha, if you open up Musr, you open up something, and you open up your heart and you say, what is Hashem teaching me? What is Hashem communicating to me? Tefillin. I got to put on tefillin. I got to put on a talus. I got to do the mitzvah of whatever mitzvah it is, tzedakah. Hashem is communicating with me. What is He telling me to do? And when you understand that with your heart, that's where the empathy and the actions of your relationship with Hashem happen. When someone is just robotic with his relationship with Hashem, then he doesn't have a relationship with Hashem. With your wife, with a person, it's much easier because there's someone actually, it's more emotional, it's easier to get in there like that. But that's why I'm saying, if you can't have empathy with a person, good luck having empathy with Hashem. You're in big trouble with that. Okay, let's wrap up for today. Amazing. I hope that, uh, that was helpful to me. Okay, and it's not just the quantity of your learning Torah. It's the quality of your learning Torah. 
which means before you learn, da lifne mi ata amul. That's the difference. That's the difference between the, the Gedole Torah. It wasn't just how many hours they learned Torah. It was, it was the quality of their learning Torah. It was their relationship to the Torah, right? The Torah is called, right? The Torah in the Torah is called Rachmana. What does Rachmana mean? Rachamin. The Torah is filled with chesed. Chilasa chesed, sofo chesed. The Torah is the most beautiful, sweetest, amazing, loving thing. And if you don't get it, maybe be a little bit more empathic to the Torah. Maybe you need to open up your heart more to the Torah. And then you'll feel, ooh, my. And then you'll feel and see. Listen up, everyone. my has got something to say. Uh, Reverend Reagan's brief said yesterday, oh, okay. I don't know if he does it the run. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so he told me yesterday, he said that if, if you're learning and it's not sweet and whatever you're feeling, whatever, then it's not Torah. Right. No, I, I, I mean, let me just see that. I mean, he meant, he meant Rachel. No, he said it, I said it like that, but I meant was Rachel Right. So let me let me just so beautiful. So let, let me just say let let guys. Uh, we're gonna end off with this. He's very good, right? Rabbi Rabbi said, "You're having a cow. Go to the wife because it's much easier than the roommate." No one okay, Let's go to the wife. Okay. Oh, and by the way, if you if you say, "Oh, I'm not empathic to my roommate," right? Right? Yeah, Mike. So what am I say? I'm not your roommate, but I'll be my wife. Good, correct. And not only that much, see Moshe knows. He knows. Listen, Moshe, I want you to hear this. It's more than that, I say. It's more than that. You say, oh, my roommate. Okay, I don't love my roommate. But my wife, I'm going to love. The only problem with that is we hurt the people we love the most. Steer us. So what do you do? Guess what, guys? If you ain't empathic to your roommate, you're not going to be empathic to your wife. Promise. It's going to be worse. It'll be harder. Maybe on the first few dates you will. Of course, you're trying to make you know, a good impression. So, so, so you want to work on that. So now, why am I saying that? Let's go to the relationship. The guy comes home and you have a very hard day. You have a hard day, you have a long day, and you come home. And your wife wants to talk to you. She wants to, she needs your empathy. You want to fix her problems. That's what a lot of us do. We fix the problem because I have trouble being empathic. I don't want to sit and learn. The journey to get to open up your heart is a tough journey. And the second that she begins talking, the second your spouse talking, it's hard to do. Ready? You hear where I'm going with this? You open up a Gemara, you open up a Chumash. It's difficult. It's very difficult. That's why we daven every day. Vaharavna. Why do we say Vaharavna? We ask that it should be sweet. Why? Because initially it's not sweet. Just like when you're having a conversation with someone, it's hard for me to be empathic. But if you hold on for the ride, you'll taste the sweetest thing you've ever tasted in your life. That relationship, and it takes time. And it's like that with people, it's like that with relationships with everybody. When you fall in love, it's beautiful to fall in love. No work had to be done to fall in love. I'm, I'm being serious, zero work. Zero work had to be done to fall in love. It's the easiest love. And, and you know what the rye is? Because you could fall in love with someone you don't even know. You could fall in love with someone who's dead. Right? You're watching, right? Someone's watching a movie uh, from 19, whatever it is, or someone who's dead. You say, ah, oh, I love that person. They're, they don't exist. And you fell in love. And you know what? 
The person you fall in love with a little bit, I don't want to say it doesn't exist, but I'm saying it, it's, it's a great theoretical thing. But you know where the love begins? The love begins when you put the work into it. When you put the work into it. Right? We don't, we don't, we don't give to the people who we love. We love the people who we give to. We love the people we give to. And that includes myself. That includes myself. Touch to help each and every one of us. I have no idea how we got here, but it's okay. Welcome to this yeshiva. We start off with Hilkos Lashonara. My bracha is, we should all a campaign. I give a bracha. Tzizokha, to love every Jew, to not speak any Lashonara, to, to, to not hear any Lashonara, to, to love everyone, to find the good. Break your rearview mirrors, smash your rearview mirrors. Don't worry about your past. If you have trauma, you got to deal with it, deal with it. That's not about thinking of your past. It's dealing with your current problems that your past has brought to the current moment. Hashem will help each and every one of us to have an amazing day and to live our day to the best that we can because that's all we got. All we got is today. It's all we have. Every day, that's all you have. You don't have tomorrow and you don't have yesterday, but you have today. Have an amazing day. Horror. I never had that horror in, in a relationship. Right. I said that first, and then afterwards I had my